This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Go to a dictionary and look up the word sycophant and yeah. uh, see if my picture appears next to the see? thing holding a Van Halen album. And Beth West. We love you so much. Can you okay? Because we love to make silly jokes. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show here on the radio. My name is Joe Burns. Who's that kiddo over there? I'm Beth West. Hiya, Beth. Hi, Joe. We have here before us, I mean, stacks and stacks of paper, and it's not for any research that I have done or you have done. It's because we put this topic to the people of Facebook, both the Rock School Radio Show Facebook and the Facebook that you and I are friends with. And mm-hmm. I have 11 million friends, and you Yeah, have, you do have a lot of friends. I do. I um, keep cutting people so much. My friend's list is getting lower and lower. You can call it cutting, but I think they're leaving you. But well, maybe yeah. some of those, and then some I'm doing myself. You're an yes. opinionated person. Here's what happened. I received a, a book over uh, Interlibrary Loan that was called The Battle. Uh, it was all about which bands are which. Because you have these battles, uh, these cage matches, where you are six or seven drinks in at a party, and one guy says, you know, well, I think this band is better than this band, right. and the fight goes on. Well, this book attempted, using critics, to answer these questions exactly that which is better and i thought to myself well i could use this book and i could say well this critic thinks this and this critic thinks this and i'm sure it would be enjoyable but i think it's a whole lot better if we the rock school hosts asked the audience who do you think get their answers yeah put them all together and then with our input we once and for all because this is the radio show of record anymore oh sure it is yeah. when we say this is the answer to the question that will be it it will be for over all time. that's right the, no more bar discussions we're settling it done yes. okay so we begin One band is named for mythology and had the first ever run of four albums to go multi-platinum. The other band is a supergroup named through a radio contest won by a roadie employed by the group itself. How about that one? Both have survived lead singer changes and are still out there touring around the world. However, today we challenge them with their original 1980s lineups. The two bands in the cage match right now are these two.
That's right, Beth. It's Journey versus Sticks. Now you tell me. Okay. Who do you think is the better band, Journey versus Sticks? See, to me, it's not even a question. It's not even a question to who you. Who do you think, Journey or Sticks? Oh man, this one's kind of hard because I'm not really passionate about either of them. So okay. I'm going to say Sticks. Journey, according to Mike Newberry, Mike Kirchel says normally I would side with Journey, but Sticks is simply a better band. Journey was just the Steve Perry show. That is true. Steve says Sticks. Uh, they had three decent songwriters and three decent singers. They just simply did it better. If not for Glee, Journey would be forgotten. Wow. There's something to that. There is something to that. And I really, I think there's also something to basically Journey being the backup band for Steve Perry. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Veronica says, I love both, but I have to go with Journey. When you think drunken karaoke singers, they're not singing sticks, they're singing Journey. And Damon finishes it off by saying, I really enjoy both bands, but I have a Styx Pandora channel. When it comes to rock, I believe Styx just simply has more variety. Although Journey has a better power ballad, Tommy Shaw, James James Young, the Panazzo Brothers, and Demis DeYoung simply rock harder. The Rock School Radio Show will solve this. The answer is Styx. On Rock School. No more arguing. Never, ever, ever. That's it. That's it. We've decided. like we've solved one of the problems yep. of the world. We have. Sure. It journey sticks. It sticks. That's and all the there is to it. And the podcast will remain for all time. So in a hundred years, someone will come up with this argument again and we just point to the podcast. And it's over. It's, it's over. over. Right That's there. All. Thank God for us. I know. I'm telling you. People are just going to have to have actual conversations at bars now instead of just <laughs> right. screaming at each other. How do you, how do you pick up girls? I don't know. Uh, this one goes this way. The next grouping like this. If you're a male under the age of 60, you have already had this conversation with at least one of your friends. One lady's band since 1976 has released nine studio albums, four live albums, ten compilation albums, three remix albums, and 34 singles, and the band has sold an estimated 40 million pieces of music. The other has 12 albums, five are multi-platinum, two are gold. 46 singles, including three number ones, and she has the title of being the second person played on MTV. Here are the two competitors in the cage right now. That's right, Beth. 
The question yes. is, who is the female rocker, the big one? Is it Benatar or Blondie? Blondie, all the way. Blondie? Me. I say Not Blondie. Even Not even a question. Well, see, I'm a Benatar guy. Really? Yes, yeah, so we're split right down okay. the middle. Okay. I like Blondie. Don't get me wrong. I, I oh, like yeah, Blondie. Oh, yeah, of course. I like Pat Benatar, too. But I, I like that Blondie. Head to head. Blondie was there at the beginning of CBGB. I like that mm-hmm. Blondie could hold her own in the male punk world. Exactly. Exactly that. That's that. That seals it for me. Okay, well, according to those that wrote back, and uh, I'm only reading a couple of these, we had hundreds of responses to these. We did these for about two weeks. Mike says, Benatar, better song, better voice, better body. That was easy. What else you got? Okay. Mark said, Blondie, first female rap artist, and I believe rap started with her first, or was it Bob Dylan? I think he's talking about um, subterranean homesick blues. But Okay, but I would not say rap started with I don't think her, so either, but okay. Maybe first to the top of the charts with sure. it. But Tom says Blondie because Debbie was looking great and the guitars and drums were played nice, but Blondie was a better musician with better, longer-lasting songs. I am not going to listen to anyone whose argument is who was cuter. We're men, Beth. It's the way we're wired. I know, but if we're doing rock star cage matches... And I'm it's, with you. oh, well, I like blonde, so I'm going with blondie. Then That's it's the way we just, sound, too. Yeah, that is exactly the yeah. way all men sound. Dan said blondie all the way. I never got Pet Benatar. She just didn't work for me. Blondie had different styles, and they were part of the 70s CBGB scene. It's her. Bill, I agree with Dan because I know which Dan you're talking about, right. and I agree with everything he says because he's very, very intelligent. Bill says, Blondie. I like Benatar, but there's nothing unique about her sound. She was just part of the 80s rock sound. Uh, Blondie had Robert Fripp sitting in with her in the back of the day. Brent Amundsen says, Blondie. Richard, Blondie. Paul, Blondie. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The answer is, according to the Rock School Radio Show, do it. Blondie. Sounds like this on Rock School. services that no other radio show will perform. This is the Rock School Radio Show Cage Matches today. It's hard to be us, but... It is. It is. It's really hard to be it's me. so hard. The therapy bills alone will bankrupt a small family. All right. Next up, it's American versus Brit Punk. Both are said to be the purveyors of the music form in their respective countries. One is named after Paul McCartney's check-in name and have put out 14 albums and made their name at CBGB's, giving us the phrase, Gabba Gabba Hey. The other has members that use their own names and wrote songs of protest and rebellion, all while giving the art form a look and a style. The Sex Pistols? No, no. These guys knew what they're doing. In the cage today, it's these two bands. Hey, oh, let's go. Hey, oh, let's go. Hey, oh, let's go. Hey, oh, let's go. The moment in the strange time. You're going through a time one. You're going to listen to that Let's speak up. Love and calling to the faraway town. Come out of the cupboard 
Thank you, boys and girls. There you go, Beth. It's the Ramones versus the Clash. Now, to this point, people would go, oh, okay, Sticks, I'll buy that. No, oh, Blondie, no, I'll buy that. This is, gonna this get is the one that's going to cheese someone off. I know, and honestly, I have, like, I feel like I have a moral kind of angst in me because of who I pick, because I want to pick the American, because I punk started in America. I believe it did, too. However. Okay. I say The Clash. You say The Clash? Just as a better band. Okay. Joe Strummer and Johnny Marr, they are okay. icons, and so I say The Clash. Richard says, people, look, the answer is the Ramones. Okay, first, The Clash started because of the Ramones. I think most of us are aware the Ramones' 1976 show in the UK largely gave birth to the UK punk movement. Why won't you understand that? Well, it's a pretty good argument. Steve says, The Clash take themselves out of the equation by eventually becoming one of rock's big three, becoming a classic rock standby. London Calling and Black Market Crash are pretty good, though, and Enough, but it didn't make up for their last album, Cut the Crap. Okay, so there's two for the Ramones. Okay. Tom says, The Clash. They simply made it. Listen to their back catalog. I never got the Ramones thing. Was it a punk version of the Monkees? Mm-hmm. Dan says, That no, is going to piss somebody off. It is. According to Dan, no brainer on this one. Clash. They were to punk what the Beatles were to rock and roll and what Public Enemy was to rap. They elevated the music to an entirely new level, wrote some of the most intelligent and socially observant lyrics in rock. They infused reggae, rockability, and other types of music into power. Their moans were great. The Clash simply did it better. Dead on. That's that would right. be my argument right there if I had right. sat down and written it out. And you and I are both voters in this whole thing. And as much as I love the Ramones, as much as I love I, know. I Don't Want to Be a Pinhead No More, yes. if I was reaching for two CDs... We love the Ramones, How, but... I would reach for The Clash. The Clash. Between the two of them, ladies and gentlemen, the Rock School Radio Show in the cage match between the Ramones and The Clash. Pick... The Clash. And here they are on Rock School. In the first break, so let me give you one here on the Cage Match show that we won't play a song for because it wasn't even close. When I there threw was a up runaway the, winner. Yeah, when I threw up the two bands, uh, it, it just crazy. So here was my intro that I wrote. One is straight ahead rock and roll, while the other is a thinking man's band playing in odd timing signatures and weird keys. One has a slew of top 40 hits, while the other has only cracked the charts once. That said, both bands are from the Great White North, and both bands are immediately recognized. Somebody must rule the Canadian rock roost in the cage match today is Bachman Turner Overdrive versus Rush. Now, yeah. who do you think won? It was a Rush runaway. Rush by a million. That's Honestly, exactly I that. couldn't name I, off the top of my head. I was like, Bachman Turner Overdrive. What did they sing? And as Taking soon as care you, of business yeah, was as soon their as big you one. said that, I was like, oh, yeah, but yeah. I don't. That's just a pop, like a pop rock song to me. Well, that's what and, they were. They were much like Kiss. They're a pop band that right. are hard rock. And Rush, even though I don't, I don't actually really like Rush a lot, but I respect Rush. A lot of people are like that. I physically like them. 
I mean, I think they're wonderful. Yeah. They, they, I can it's see probably why. because of the fact that I'm a musician. I play the guitar. Yeah. They, they resonate with me. Uh, to read all of these, uh, I'll just give you the overriding. I'll read one of them, and you'll probably be able to pick out the remainder of them. Paul says, Why are we even talking about this? Rush. There you go. That's okay, pretty much that's what it. the remainder Sums of them say. <laughs> so, Summing it up. I don't believe there was more than one or two out of maybe 30 responses. I don't believe there was more than one or two for Bachman Turner Overdrive. And those are probably people who just like to be contrary. In, entirely possible. I'm going to give a, a uh, an affiliate, and then Beth is going to give our brand new affiliate, and she's only going to say the call letters, and you'll see why. Hello, WMCE Erie, Pennsylvania. Beth, who we is the new so one? We are so happy to have KFOK in Sacramento, California. Now, we're not going to say what the call letters spell out. K-F-O-K. You go ahead and say what the call letters spell out. I love you, K-F-O-K. We, we love you so much, K-F-O-K, because we love to make silly jokes. We have been having more fun that's not safe for work with your call letters. I can't even tell you. God yeah. bless you, K-F-O-K. So, so happy to have you. Get us on Facebook where you too can have fun with k F-O-K, the radio station for everything you do. All right, back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, out of the break. This one was for me. Yeah. Self-serving. Yeah. I know completely. completely totally. Because how is it even a contest? Oh, it's a, it, this is a fight that goes on all the time. Which is better? This is the 15th highest selling band in the world, yet it just can't seem to get along. They have seven albums with one lead singer, four albums with another, and one with a completely forgetful lead singer. In fact, he's not even in this contest. It's the Sammy Years against the Dave Years. In the cage match today, the greatest rock and roll band ever, according to me. And I'm the guy on the radio. This is what it sounds like. Okay, Beth, here it is. Van Halen versus Van Halen, the Dave years versus the Sammy years. I don't even know how this is a contest. I Why think you that? just put it in because you wanted to play another Van Halen song. Because no, who this, picks Hagar? This gets argued. Who picks Hagar? Greg. Who? Greg does. Any, is this Greg dude? He doesn't Greg, know what he's talking about. I don't any, even know him. Any metalhead would say Roth, but when Hagar comes in, they slow things down a bit, broaden their horizon. I like Van Hagar more. There you go. That's what else we got on here. Da, 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 da. Van Hagar was pretty much better than the average party band. Uh, Steve says, yeah, there we go. There's better another one for Vega. Better than the average party band doesn't That's mean what it says. better than That's they were here. with David Lee Roth. I, I agree with you. Once again, 
doctor, I can't say what his last name is, says Van Halen 7884 would redefine all with EVH starting playing around with synthesizers. They would have one of the best innovative guitar players in the band who went on to uh, set guitar playing 100% of the time. Lyrics never would have been a particular strong suit with Van Halen, but Roth was frequently funny, if occasionally obnoxious, while Hagar was just pedestrian. Melissa states, uh, DLR hands down, they were edgier, the songs were better, and Mike said, I love DLR, how can you not? However, as a singer myself, I'm drawn to better voices, and Sammy is a better vocalist, so there's another one for Sammy. People argue this. I would say if you are putting person against person, like singer... Right. Sammy Hagar versus David Lee Roth. I can see why you pick Sammy Hagar, but as a band? Yes. David Lee Roth. You're right. The, days. the Van Halen radio show, pardon me, the Rock School radio show, <laughs> <laughs> chooses the David Lee Roth years. The Van Halen band instituted rock and roll out of California, and rock and roll was perfected when Van Halen released Panama in 1984. Everything since was leading up to it. Everything past is a just generalization of it. This is Van Halen on Rock School. Your opinions do not reflect the entirety of the Rock School radio host. Okay. a favor, Beth, and pick up your phone and go to a dictionary and look up the word sycophant and uh, see if my picture appears next to the thing holding a Van Halen album. Does it? Um, Does my picture appear next to it? Yes, on the second result, it does. Yes, it does. Fantastic. Okay, moving along in the cage matches, we have here now another grouping of people. This is a single person versus a group, and the introduction reads this way. There can never, ever be too much makeup. In this battle of the theatrical bands, one of a four-piece that can simply not sell enough merchandise, including coffins, bobbleheads, and comic books printed in their own blood. The other is the originator of the macabre rock performance and still tours around with a snake, a cane, and Dolly-esque sets. In the cage today, it's two bands that will never take off their masks. Again. Here they are, Beth. These are the two that are in the makeup. This is Kiss versus Alice Cooper. Who is the better band? I can see how band? this one would have been close. But it was close. I'm saying Alice Cooper all You're the saying way. Alice Cooper? Okay. Yes. Here are some of the statements by our Facebook friends. Sue, Alice Cooper, his appearance on The Muppet Show was all that I needed to have. I forgot he was on The Muppet Show. That, even, that solidifies it for me. Kay writes, I disagree, I disagree, I disagree. Three times she wrote that. Three. Kiss was just a killer band. They were the first of their kind with the outrageous makeup, costumes, special effects, wild concerts. I've seen them. They were just magnificent. I would say not first of their kind, though. Well, I don't think they were either, but Paul writes... It's okay. She's entitled to her opinion. Wait a minute. Kiss makes music? 
They they play music? What? Hey, that's I'm funny. Sorry? What? I'm all I've ever seen is stuff to buy. Stephen with a PH writes. Uh, Alice was the original. His billion-dollar babies and Welcome to My Nightmare albums simply ruled my childhood. They were thematic. His shows were, are, great. Kiss may have had more success, but Alice's songs, anthems, 18 and School's Out, are still played by youngsters coming of age. Alice gets my vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, thank you, but I believe, isn't he already in? I, I would Alice think so. That's what I thought. I can fact check that, and but I would say yes. Kiss is not. The Rock School Radio Show, the radio show of record between Kiss and Alice Cooper. Choose it. Radio show. So let me grab two more bands that we are not going to play and tell you the intro and see if you can't pick who you think would win in a cage match. It says here we have a couple of goofy bands in the cage right now. One band has a massive hit, got sick of playing it, and then started performing the tune as a bluegrass song, upsetting many fans. The other knows how goofy they are and have just gone almost full time into kids' music. That said, they have 16 albums, yet six singles. The other has 10 albums, but 32 singles and is wildly popular in their native Canada. Get ready to giggle yourself silly for They Might Be Giants versus Bare Naked Ladies. Who would you choose between the two of them? It is not a contest for me. Oh, okay. Bare Naked Ladies. See, I would choose the Bare Naked Ladies as well. However, the and I did not have a whole lot of responses on this, but I'll read a few of them. Uh, Paul said uh, They Might Be Giants. Their wildly successful kid CDs prove that they only have... <laughs> I'm scoffing at oh, kids. Oh dear! I'm it sorry. says here, bare naked lady was still in diapers when they might be giants owned college radio. Uh, Jared says the bare naked ladies can't even sniff they might be giants pocket protectors, <gasps> which I thought was a good line. Give me that man's profile. <laughs> I can't. David stated, "You must be out of your mind." These are two of my favorite bands, but speaking in terms of a cage match. They might be uh, giants with uh, the whole thing. I'm gonna so. just—I'm gonna tear my hair out. Obviously, these people have never listened to Rock Spectacle, the album that came out before. Yeah. That I forget the name of the album that one week was on because that song sucks. Okay. But it doesn't suck. It's just been played to death. Well, and I you're didn't tired think it was it. indicative of their sound. I'll buy that. And I don't count their last few years, to be honest. Because after the Steve and whatever his name was, right. he left. But um, yeah, Rock Spectacle was an amazing album. And anybody who thinks that they might be giants is better, just hasn't listened to it, well, is what I say. The people have spoken, and it says right there, you can see the piece of paper, they might be giants uh, have spoken, the, the, and it is a democracy. So No, it go. isn't. Yes, it is. This, no, it's not. Why? Nope. I overrule. I have a microphone, and I overrule. If it was a democracy, we'd all have microphones? Yep. There you go. Sorry. Bare Naked Ladies wins. Hello, KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. And hello, I wish K- we could say hello to KFO. What is it? KFOK? KFOK. Do you want to say hello to them again? I've already said hello because, you know. Yeah. Hello, KLSU. We still love you, even though your call signs don't make funny sounds. <laughs> but gosh, is it fun. Hello, KFOK. I know that sounds like we're making it up. We're not. 
not. Go on the internet and, and look maybe, it up. And it's maybe great. people are like, get over it. It sounds like a dirty word, but we can't. We're 12 year old children. <laughs> I just turned 49, but really, I'm 12. If you cut me in half and count in the rings, yep. 12. There you go. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, back to a democracy, since we actually have people to read here. Yes. Here are the two people in the cage. This man got into music after seeing the Beatles perform on Sullivan and has married a supermodel. 13 albums, 5 live albums, 15 compilation albums, 10 video albums, 62 singles, 50 music videos, and he is an innocent man. The second guy held the title of the highest selling single in the world for two years. 30 studio albums, motion picture soundtracks, musicals. He is the fourth highest selling solo artist of all time and the third most successful artist in the United States regarding all available certified records sold. Beth, you could probably pick them out. These are the two piano players in the cage right now. And only the good die I tell you only the good die Go ahead, Beth. Who are the two people? Do you know them? Yeah, I know them. Uh, Elton John and Billy Joel. And strangely okay. enough, they toured together. They did. So they played back to back. They yeah. took the two grands, faced them away from one another, and they played back to back. Okay. Who do you think wins the Wins My the push. choice and who I think I should win is Elton John. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh, see, I'm just the opposite. I'm really? a Billy Joel fan because uh, I think Elton, Billy Joel stopped right about the time he started to carry off the cliff. And I think Elton John has just gone oh, right off. Well, and Billy Joel has staying power I because heard, he's not putting out music that is def, def, defiling the music he had before. Uh, you may change your mind. I heard that Elton John has a new CD coming out, a new album that was produced by T-Bone Burnett that is stripped down. Well, I hope, it, I hope it moves lyrics me. lyrics are by Bernie Taupin. Well, I, I hope it moves me. I really but do. But I am basing mine on 1970s Elton John. I'm not, no, I don't know I'm not doing do Lion that. King Sun. I think you, I think you can. You have I to can take, isolate. You have to take an artist as a whole. I still take Elton John then. Oh, okay. Just because uh, I can ignore... The other stuff. When, when you feel the, like yeah. it. Yeah. Ray says Billy Joel because he knows how to handle pressure. Hey. Uh, hey. I know. Thank you. Try the veal. Kent states Sir Elton for the wardrobe alone. And there's something to that. As a performer in the 70s to do what you were doing, just carry the 70s, nobody was more flamboyant. He taught you the world to perform. Picture him in the Donald Duck suit is right. what I'm thinking of. And, and the, that's amazing. And the sequined New York Yankees yeah, uh, uniform. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Susan, got to give the nod to Billy Joel. He's hardly an artistic athletic piano player and performer, but the same can be said of Elton John. Sir often, Sir Elton is just a little soft. Billy is just more rock and roll. Uh, Gary states great memories attached to both catalogs. However, when Yellow Brick Road plays, it's over. Billy, 
according to Stephen, better lyrics. Uh, Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics for Elton John. Billy wrote the lyrics for himself, and he thinks they're better lyrics. I think that's a really good point because the songs that I actually love were pretty much written by Bernie Taupin. That's right. Uh, Billy Joel, according to Brock, he said uh, he wrote as an individual, and Elton John played for the masses. However, he did not put the songs together himself. Nick says Billy Joel wins. Lori says I give a slight edge to Billy Joel. Jessica, Elton, Stephen, Elton, Joe, Elton, on and on and on, Elton, 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 and although it disagrees with me, I'm a man of the people and I do what the masses say. According to the radio show of Record Rock School, you win, Beth. Elton John. It is Elton John on Rock School. Last break here on Rock School. You say you're sad that I'm this is sad over? I'm sad that it's over. Yeah, this is fun, this isn't is really it? This is really fun. Yeah, I thought I could get two shows out of it, but it went a little bit quicker. Here are the ones that we will not get to. Black Sabbath versus Judas Priest. Black Sabbath won that one. Okay. Nirvana versus Pearl Jam. You can almost guess. Nirvana. Oh, uh, yeah. James Taylor versus Paul Simon. It's a hard one for me. Which one would you choose, though? I My first dance at my wedding was to a James Taylor song, but... I picked Paul Simon. Uh, Paul Simon won it. Good for you. Oasis versus Coldplay. It's the Battle of the Brit Pops. I hate Oasis. Uh, most people stated exactly that. I have to choose Coldplay because I hate and Oasis. And I like Coldplay. I actually yeah. do like Coldplay. Oasis won it, though. Of all of the people uh, that talked. Yeah, said it. Uh, and uh, the left of the dial people, uh, Husker Du versus the replacements. I, I go replacements just because I like the sound. The, oh, would but, you? See, I'm but, a Bob I mean, Mould fan. Yeah. Husker Du won. I, I, can, I think Husker Du should win just based on yep. you know, talent. Here's the one that gets into many, many fights. What's the winner? The list of accomplishments by both of these bands, too long to mention. Some say which band you prefer determines who you are. Others say it is a totally unfair comparison because the only thing these bands have in common is that they're both from the UK and they're both successful. I disagree. I disagree too. I think this is a good argument. To that end, let's end it once and for all. Who wins in this cage match? Can't buy me love. Okay, there it is. Stones versus Beatles. Stones versus Beatles. Now, the Beatles were only alive, making hits for about nine years. Stones have been at it for 50. Yeah, and that, to me, Beatles all the way. Oh, Beatles? They did that in nine years. Yeah. It's a rough one. Is it? Bobby states the Stones, better band. Major part of a band is performing live together. Beatles stopped doing that. The Stones never quit. Something to that. 
Craig states. They broke up after. I mean, seriously. But, but you. Craig anyway, states okay, the Beatles, sorry. their music, their stage performance, their development of an album as a concept. They did things that every band that follows wished they could do. Well, there you go. That is that's that would be my argument. Paul states. Do you know anyone with all the Stones albums? I don't, but it's almost a requirement for a decent music person to own everything the Beatles has ever sung. It's easier. I do. I I don't own everything the Stones have. Me neither. I own everything the Beatles. I own everything the Beatles. You're right. Uh, Matt, the Stones, they brought the blues to white kids everywhere, the origins of bad boy rock. Jessica, Beatles, no contest. Yes, the Stones are awesome, but without the Beatles, there would have been no Stones. Hmm. I don't know about that one. I don't know either. Michael states, no contests. I love the Stones, but in a head-to-head match, Beatles wins. In the wizardry and hierarchy of rock and roll bands, the Beatles are at the top of the pyramid. The Stones, the Who, the Zeppelin are the next level down. There is only one at the top, and it is the Beatles. Mike, the Beatles changed music history and the music industry. Everyone else followed, including the Stones, period. The radio show of record, Rock School, chooses... The Beatles. Yep. I think that's the way it should go. And that wraps up the Cage Match Show. We'll see you next week. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. That's it. Class is dismissed. Lady Madonna, children at your feet.